Well, hello and welcome. It is busy working in the pharmacy, so I am streaming by myself in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I am super excited to have you watching and viewing today, and I'm also super excited to have Dean Jargo on our um, podcast today. He is the CEO of Fair Market Healthcare, and we are going to learn about how um, there is a free market going on in healthcare where you get to search for prices and services yourself as a consumer or an employer that might be paying for um, an employee's healthcare. So I'm super excited to have him on. You don't want to miss out to the very end because he's going to talk about how you can be responsible and for changing your own healthcare. Um, where, as our goal always is here, we want to educate and empower people to take charge of their own health. And Dean is going to help us show us how today. So Dean, welcome to our show. Thanks, Sean. Great to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of history about yourself. Well, I, um, I actually don't have a healthcare background. I uh, worked for many years uh, in public accounting. I actually did have a few hospitals that were clients of mine down in down in the Southwest. I was, uh, spent some time in Phoenix, Arizona, and so worked on a couple of hospital clients and understood fairly quickly uh, how complicated healthcare can be based on all the third-party payers involved in the system. So uh, I did have some exposure, but I, I would be, uh, I, I'm not an expert by any stretch. I, I spent most of my career working in finance and mergers and acquisitions and, and, and across a whole host of industries and, and healthcare, I, I wouldn't say was really one of my areas of expertise. And, you know, some might say that's a negative. I, I actually look at it generally as a, as a positive means I come in and I get to ask a lot of questions because I'm, I'm not an expert. So every day is a new learning day for me. Well, I kind of like that idea too, because you're kind of an outsider looking in because you're not an expert in healthcare and healthcare is like no other industry. So as an outsider, you're going to be asking these questions like, well, why is the price five times higher for the same service right across town? Right. Right? Right. I mean, that's a great question. We would never, that would never happen in the auto industry. The same car is not going to be five times more expensive across town. So Tell us, there was probably the final straw that says, you know what, I got to do something. What, 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 what tipped you off? What, what was the final straw that made you want to get into transparent pricing in healthcare? Yeah, it, great question. I, um, the, the business, Fair Market Health, was actually started by a couple of local doctors. And their original plan with the business was they were going to go replicate what um, – Keith Means, Dr. Not Means, Dr. Keith Smith built down in Oklahoma City with the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, which I'm sure some of your guests are probably Absolutely. familiar with. And so the idea with these two Wichita doctors was they were going to go build a surgery center of Oklahoma in Wichita, Kansas. It was going to be the surgery center of Wichita or something like that, where it was going to be all cash price, all transparent. And I was I was helping those docs kind of think through that idea, happily working at the job I was I was working at previously. And as we talked about the idea of, you know, building and running a surgery center, we kind of explored the idea of, well, what about all these other existing surgery centers 
that do offer cash prices to patients. Most patients don't know that cash prices are available to them, but what if we went and made that more transparent, more available to the general public? So that's where the idea of an online marketplace was born that has now become fair market health. And so I was happily advising these doctors as we were working on fair market health, creating an online marketplace and platform. And what really got me excited and, and ultimately pulled me into to fair market health was I actually had a couple of friends use the service. And, and I'll tell a quick story. One of my friends, his wife needed a hysterectomy. They were on a medical sharing plan, which I, I'm an advocate for and like, uh, which meant they were a cash uh, buyer, right? They they didn't have a traditional insurance network, so they needed to go negotiate a cash price. And in the process of doing that, they were told that um, the hysterectomy that that his wife needed was going to be at least fifty thousand dollars. And my friend's a smart guy, and he said, "Well, can you be more precise? There's a lot of numbers above fifty thousand dollars. So can you pick one of those numbers?" And they said, no, that's that's as good as we can get. It's going to be at least $50,000. Now, thankfully, my friend was aware of Fair Market Health, and he called and he said, hey, do you guys offer you know, hysterectomies on your platform? The answer was yes, with one of the best doctors uh, in town. And he said, okay, well, what's, what's the price out of curiosity? Uh, and we said $7,700. He said, okay, well, that, that and he had, he had learned enough to know that for a surgery like that, there's an anesthesiologist, a doctor, a facility. You know, he knew there were components to the to the price, and so he said, "Okay, that's the doctor's part, but what about all the rest?" And he said, "We said, no, no, that's that's the all inclusive price." And of course, he was blown away by that. And so, so they they signed up for Fair Market Health, bought the service, all inclusive price, saving them tens of thousands of dollars. And when they were in talking to the doctor on an unsolicited basis, the doctor began talking to them about how much he loved fair market health. But be uh -huh. because for him, it meant he could get paid without fuss and hassle that typically comes with insurance reimbursements. Because when you get paid through insurance, you have to do all the insurance coding and billing and then chase them for collections for months and weeks and sometimes months. And he understood he didn't need to do any of that with Fair Market Health, that when he completed the service, uh, the money went into his bank account. He didn't need to do anything. And with that uh, story and experience and a couple of others, I thought, you know what, this this is what I want to be a part of. And I believe this is the future of healthcare. Yeah, and I'm, I'm with you. And, you know, you mentioned Keith Smith, the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. And I just got to say, I didn't know that there was a connection between Fair Market Health and Surgery Center of Oklahoma, but I'm not surprised. I mean, Dr. Smith at Surgery Center of Oklahoma is a pioneer in free market health care, and we owe him all a gratitude. Completely um, agree. As you know, there's um, these free market surgery centers popping up all over the nation now. Um, one just recently in Indiana, well, yeah. Wellbridge, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you're familiar with them and you're going to probably part, start putting them on your platform and stuff. And just FYI for our listeners and viewers, which I've already done a, done a social media post about this. 
not far from me in Moscow, Idaho. Um, there's a surgery center that's going to be popping up in 2023. That's a cash only surgery center. And, yeah, I'm so excited. I will tell you what, what excites me the most is it gives consumers an option. And I will tell you in places like Moscow, Idaho, or even Spokane, which is a few hours north of them, there's big they're run by big hospital groups and the consumers don't have an option besides that fifty thousand dollar plus seat or uh hysterectomy um and so it's just nice that consumers have options like they should in any in any kind of industry so why should healthcare why should healthcare be any different right you got it you got it yeah. and that's why we spend so much time talking about uh price transparency if if the consumer wants to choose a Forty or fifty thousand dollar procedure because that's what they want to do. That maybe that's the doctor they want or the facility they want. Absolutely, you should have the option to do that. But if there's a if there's a high quality doctor that's going to do the same thing for a fraction of that number, you should have that choice as well. And and a lot of that choice comes because people have transparency to make the choice. Right. And let's just talk about quality. I know you're not an expert in healthcare, but um, you're sharp enough to know this, that that hysterectomy that was $7,700 versus $50,000, it was done by the same doctor at the same facility, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, so the quality is no different, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, in fact, right. what, what, the, what the data shows, and I'm sure you've looked at this and seen this, is both in terms of patient satisfaction and in terms of quality of outcomes, uh, typically outpatient surgery centers uh, can and do outperform um, hospital settings. And I'm, I'm not anti-hospital. We need hospitals. Hospitals are an important part of our community. But the, the reality is um, for many surgeries, in fact, most surgeries, uh, you're actually going to probably have a higher quality outcome and, and certainly probably have a a better uh, experience from a patient standpoint if, if you choose some of these other options that are available. Well, and that's just the point when you say choose. Um, you know, some hospitals are located in, in um, areas like my small town, for instance, in Moses Lake, right. Washington. They're located in an, in an area where patients don't have a lot of choice. And what that does, and I'm not picking on them necessarily, it's just it's just in general with hospitals. What that does is it makes it so they don't have to um, have the best service, the best quality at the best price because they don't really have competition. That's so the right. patient doesn't have a choice. So when patients have choices, just like consumers have choices in the marketplace, you get a better price at a better service and better quality. And speaking of outpatient versus inpatient, hospitals just typically, they're not efficient systems. Right. And especially cash surgery centers like Keith Smith, the only reason people will go to them is if they do a good job. There, there's not a network of insurance companies telling them, well, you've got to go here. And, right. you know, and that's another thing that creates inefficiencies in a lot of healthcare is when these insurance companies have preferred networks, they tell the consumer, the patient where to go. Well, that just automatically creates kind of a monopoly and they don't have to get good service. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. In fact, we're, we're, we're bumping into this a little bit as we uh, become bigger, more known in the, in the community. Um, you know, we're not surprisingly getting some pushback from, from some insurance carriers and insurance provider networks because 
they want to maintain a closed loop system, right? They, it's in some sense, you could think of it a little bit like they want people to stay in the call, right? They want people to believe that that is the absolutely best and, and the only way to acquire healthcare. And the reality is once you've, once you've kind of enlightened patients and given them the, help them see the light of day, they start realizing, oh, well, wait a minute, I, I can actually go procure these healthcare services at other providers and the quality and the cost is actually more advantageous to me. Right. So tell us a little bit about um, uh, fair, fair Market Health and I'll show you, the, I'll stream the website here and tell us about how this works. Yeah, the, the way I typically dis- describe it to most folks is it's it's similar to, you know, an Amazon or an Airbnb or an Uber or, you know, think of all the marketplace platforms that exist that that really at their core exist to help connect buyers and sellers. Uh, in the case of Uber, you know, it's connecting drivers with people who need a ride and uh, in the case of Airbnb, it's connecting people who have uh, rental homes that, that uh, vacation homes that they want to rent with people who are looking for a, a vacation home to rent. And Airbnb, or excuse me, Amazon, it's connecting people who are looking for a whole host of consumer goods, and it, with 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 companies that provide those things. Well, that that's what fair market health is. At the end of the day, it's a it's a marketplace uh, connecting healthcare providers and professionals with with patients with people who need healthcare and the reality is you know 85 to 95% of healthcare um, is non-emergent meaning it's something that you know you need you have time to plan it you have time to shop for it and that those are exactly the kinds of services that are available on fair market health and and again what we strive for is we want our pricing to be all inclusive, uh, so we're we're trying to avoid uh, people getting surprise bills. Right, the, the mm-hmm. environment we all live in today is you you buy your healthcare services and then you get to find out the price after the fact, and usually you find out the price in a very confusing and convoluted way. You get all kinds of bills coming to you over usually many weeks or months. You get these explanation of benefits that no one can uh, explain or make any sense of. We, we eliminate all of that. And in fact, we've, we've had patients who have, who've, who've used fair market health who will, you know, buy the service, they get their service. And a few of them will call us back and say, Hey, I didn't get any more bills. <laughs> yeah. That, right. That's the point. You're not right. The number you the number you saw was the number you paid, and and we're done. And once I'm I'm convinced, once you've experienced buying healthcare that way, you're you're not going to want to go back. I agree with you, and I my my wife and I we have a um, health sharing um, program that we um, are part of, and we love it. Just like you said, I recommend it all the time. In fact, um, I write about it in my my book that's called Sickened: How the Government Ruined Healthcare and How to Fix It. And I think one of the fixes is that, you know, consumers have to start shopping and paying for their own health care. And, um, you know, I think insurance has to get out of it, um, traditional insurance. And one of the fixes would be to use a health sharing program. And they are wonderful because consumers get to pick where they go. The health sharing program doesn't. And when consumers pick, everybody wins. That's and right. that's not what happens in health care. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, in my sixth, in my chapter six, I'd go over a six step solution and, and, um, you know, paying cash for healthcare and actually, um, consumers using, um, health sharing, um, programs is, is one of the fixes. So yeah. you're, you're really, well, I, you know, go ahead. I have to say all the time, Sean, I, I'm not anti insurance in the sense that people do need catastrophic coverage, right? right? If you get a cancer diagnosis or you're in a bad car accident, you you need catastrophic coverage. Now that can come through to you through a you know an ins- a, a traditional insurance uh, product, or it can come to you through a through a health share. I I too am on a, a health sharing plan, and I also love it and recommend it frequently to people. Uh, but the key is you know it's it's catastrophic right. coverage, and for the for the daily maintenance and healthcare, those are services that people need to shop for and ideally do it in a price transparent way. Well, and like you said, and a lot of people just don't realize it's about healthcare. And I think it's partly because the media and the government wants to portray healthcare as it has to be expensive. So somebody else has to pay and that, you know, most healthcare is emergent. And and like you said, 85%. And I think Keith Smith um, set, quoted that same thing one time, but also um, behind that, he said at least. And if right. you think about it, most most healthcare services are not emergent, and the routine stuff, doctors' visits, um, you know, regular labs, pharmacy stuff, is not expensive. Yeah, and it would be a lot less expensive if people paid cash up front. So there's not that middle person in, involved in it. So That's exactly and, right. You give an example of the hysterectomy that's 7700 bucks, and, and that's a chunk of change. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But let's just let's just make a comparison of if you're in a health sharing ministry versus traditional insurance. Traditional insurance for my wife and I is going to be like 1500 bucks a month. Yeah. We pay $150 a month for ours, for our health sharing program now, which means we save – 1200 bucks a month at least right yeah we could we could pay for a hysterectomy every year yeah <laughs> and have so, plenty of money left over exactly <laughs> you know and, and people don't realize what what a ripoff you know traditional insurance is you're paying for something you don't really use that much and and if you're getting it from your employer and i'll and i'll have you speak on that because you guys market to employ employers also if you're getting it from your employer the employees also get ripped off because that money could go to you in your pocket if the employer wasn't paying 1500 bucks a month. You got it. You got it. I had a similar situation. John, I had, uh, you know, traditional insurance coverage with my, my prior employer who I left to come to fair market health. And for my family of four, we were paying $1,600 a month. And now with the health share plan that I'm on, it, same same deductible, uh, by the way, I pay $400 a month. So I, you know, I'm basically paying one fourth the price and, you know, same, same thing. I'm saving $1,200 a month, which if I'm at, my math is right, that's $24,000 a year uh, of savings that, you know, stays in my pocket and is available for me to help to, 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 to buy healthcare. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you get to choose what services and where you want to go. That's what's so important. Let's talk about the deductible 
in health sharing programs. I'm not sure what the program that you're with, but ours, for instance, we have a $5,000 deductible. Yeah. And um, if, when we go and have any kind of services, like my son broke his leg two years ago, compound fracture, it ended up being $48,000. And there were surprise bills all over the place from the doctor, from radiology, from many different places. And, you know, I'm friends with Dr. Smith, fortunately. And I just said, hey, Dr. Smith, you know, what would it be there in, in Oklahoma? He goes, well, um, hardware and all, it'd be about $8,000. Right. And typically, if you look at these numbers, Dean, kind of like your hysterectomy comparison, and Dr. Smith's the one that educated me on this, it's usually about eight to one. And look yeah. at the hysterectomy, 7,000 versus eight versus 50,000 plus. Yeah. About eight to one. Yeah. So anyway, I negotiated a price with the hospital. I negotiated a discount, and um, any discount I got negotiated was taken off on deductible. So I negotiated a twenty percent discount, and so it was a nine thousand dollar discount, and so my deductible was zero. Wow! You know, That's and awesome. so I paid nothing. And within a week after negotiating, I told him I was all done. Within a week, I had a check in my hand to pay the complete yeah. bill off. Yeah. It, it, they're, they're amazing. Insurance companies do not work like that. Right. So tell us how you benefit, not just the end consumer, but how you can benefit employers that pay for employees' health care. Yeah. So we work with mostly self-insured employers, um, you know, those who have um, some dollars at risk. It doesn't mean these employers are fully self-insured. Most employers, only the largest employers are fully self-insured. So what self-insured typically means for an employer is they are partially self-insured. And what that more specifically means is they have uh, some kind of a stop loss uh, coverage where they've got a, you know, what's called a spec and an ag. Uh, And what that means really is they care about how much money is being spent on their employees' health care, which means they want their employees to be smart shoppers. And that's really what fair market health does. It helps their employees become smarter shoppers. A lot of our self-insured employees actually, sorry, employers will actually um, put incentives in place in their health plan to, to effectively get their employees to first shop on the fair market health platform um, and, and again, the reason the employer wants to do that is it helps create an incentive for the employee that's a win for them, but it also, uh, on the other side, helps create a win for the employer uh, because they're typically the one who have, have the opportunity to save a lot of money. And, and what we, we, we don't generally come in to try and displace the traditional insurance provider network. Um, so if you know an employer is with Blue Cross or United or or Aetna or Humana or any of the others, we're, we're not trying to completely displace uh, any of those provider networks because one of the advantages of the insurance carrier networks is they are, they are wide, they are broad. You can you know, typically go to see just about any doctor uh, in your area walking around with your, with your insurance card. But what most employees don't realize is when you lay that card on the table, Many employees think they're getting a discount, that it's a discount card. It's it's actually just the opposite. When you put that card down, you're typically uh, going to pay among the highest price for the service being being acquired. And so what we try to do is working with employers is get employees to look first at the cash 
and transparent price offered on fair market health, um, because that's a great starting place for understanding what is the true cost of the service that the employee needs. Yeah, that's it. I like that analogy, Dean. I never, even though I, I know the concept, I never thought about it before, but you're right. Employees think when they put that insurance card down, I've got good insurance. I'm getting a good discount. And in reality, they're getting overcharged. Uh, thank you for that um, because that's very important. And I, I have never used that analogy to talk about how health insurance is a ripoff, but that's a good, a really good analogy. It's not a discount card. It's actually a card that's going to say uh, you're getting charged more. Yeah. Well, and one of the other great things that comes with, you know, a platform like Fair Market Health is you are actually re-educating your employees about what is the true cost of, of health care. Uh, because when you're walking around with that card, uh, you know, it's kind of like you're walking around with your, your employer's checkbook, right? And what, what other part of a business would you allow your employees to walk around with your checkbook? I mean, if somebody in your, in your employee came back and said, well, I, I purchased this thing and you'd reasonably say, well, what did it cost? And if they said they don't know, they just bought something on the company done, but they don't know what it costs, you'd probably fire them on the spot. Right. But for some reason in healthcare, everybody's fine with letting every employee walk effectively walk around with the employee's check or employer's checkbook, buying things that no one knows the price of. It's it's incredible. I, I did a great video and being a guest on our podcast, you'll you'll get a copy of it emailed to you. But I did a great video on what if auto insurance worked like health insurance. And you know, you talk about catastrophic coverage for health insurance, and that's originally how it started. It's like, okay, you know, you get cancer and you know, you you got sure. some kind of coverage. But you know, now it, it, it covers your routine doctor visit, you know, just for help for physical and 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 everything in between. Um, and just think about if auto insurance worked that way. Initially, you know, your employer pays for your insurance, but and you wreck your car and you're like super happy because wow, I don't have to pay for my wrecked car. But next thing you know, you're getting tires in your car and you're mad because your employer's auto insurance should cover it. Right. And and next thing you know, you're putting gas in your car. And it's like, you know what? I should have to pay for this. Yeah. But then what happens? prices, all those things go up and we think we're getting a discount when in reality, the consumers are getting ripped off. You got you know, it. So, and the transparent, imagine if, imagine if you checked into a hotel and they didn't know the price of it. I, I mean, you, you, you wouldn't check in, right. <laughs> you know, but we do it all the time in healthcare. Well, like you say with a hysterectomy, well, it's going to be, you know, at least 50,000. If a hotel told us that we'd walk out. Yep. We, we go somewhere else, but we accept yep. it in healthcare. But that's one of the reasons I, I like to get the word out with people like you because we don't have to accept it, and consumers need to know that. That's right. That's exactly right. So backing up a little bit, when we talk about um, – you were comparing uh, fair market health or just healthcare in general – you know, the industry, you compare it to Amazon, um, you compare it to, B, to um, Airbnbs. Now, there's some people out there, and I'm putting you on the spot, Dean. There's some people out there that say, well, you can't compare. They're, they're different. You can't compare healthcare to Amazon or to, to Air, an Airbnb. Tell us why they're not different. Well, again, at the end of the day, we, and this is an important point for, for uh, your listeners, 
Uh, at Fair Market Health, we actually don't negotiate prices with healthcare providers, which is a very different model than, than the insurance model. The insurance mm-hmm. model pays all doctors the same. So if you're a ear, nose, and throat doctor and you're going to do a tonsillectomy, uh, you, you're going to get the pay, paid the same as every other doctor in, in town. Um, they, they don't, you know, they negotiate a price with you, but they don't really give you, uh, as the doctor, a lot of say in what, what you're yeah. going to be in reverse. Well, how do you feel about that? If you're the best doctor in town, you, you don't really love that model. And that's one of the reasons doctors like what we do is we, we actually don't tell them what they're worth. And what we tell them is we don't need to tell you what you're worth. The market will ultimately determine <laughs> what you're worth. If you're the best surgeon in town, you know, knee surgeon or heart surgeon or whatever, I want you to be paid the most. You deserve to be paid yep. the most. If your reputation is such that you can justify an extra $500 to $1,000 for performing a complicated surgery, I want you to, to earn that and have that option. And so our model uh, is very much set up in, in the spirit of free markets where doctors get to decide what they want to be paid and then consumers get to decide whether they value uh, the service that's being provided at the price at which it is being offered. And so when you come onto our site, very similar to, you know, one of, one of the things I love about Amazon, even if I don't always buy things off of Amazon, one of the things I do is I come look at the products. I, it's got all the price comparisons yep. and it's got the reviews and I use the tools to help make myself a more informed consumer. Same thing with Airbnb. Um, You know, maybe I need a three bedroom house to rent, or maybe I only need a two bedroom, or maybe I want a pool. Maybe I don't want a pool. The choice is in the hands of the consumer. And that's what we're trying to build or have built with fair market health is we want consumers to have the choice. So if you look for services on our platform, you will notice that the prices are different because that's because doctors are deciding what they want to charge for services. And we are perfectly happy to let those price differences exist because we believe uh, consumers are smart enough and should have the choice. Uh, We don't need to tell doctors what they're worth. Absolutely. I love it. And ultimately when consumers choose, everybody wins. Yep. Yep. And and we, and we tell doctors all the time, you know, you pick, pick the price that you want to charge. And if, and if you want to increase your price or lower your price, you're free to do that at any time. We, we give the doctors uh, full uh, ability and access to, to change their prices, add, subtract services. Again, it's a, it's a marketplace. It's a, I, I think of it as the, you know, the farmer's market Uh, come and offer whatever fruits and vegetables you want price it as you want the sh- the shoppers as they come will ultimately determine if, if what you're offering is is a fair and reasonable price yeah uh, for sure so i'm assuming next week you're going to be at the free market medical association i'm not making Conference. it this year because i have oh. a different conflict that i'm oh, okay. right. to but i'm actually sad about that cuz i was there last year and it really is a great conference so are you going to be there yes we are Jeez. Yeah, I'd love to meet you there. Um, for those of us, for those of you listening and viewing, um, you've heard me talk about Free Market Medical Association before. 
But um, there's an annual conference next week in Dallas, and we will be there, and we get to network with a lot of people like Dean and just other people that believe in free markets and healthcare. And it's just a, a great opportunity to to show a growing industry because some people are still a little bit skeptical about it. Um, and, but it's a, it's a big, it's a big growing thing. There are doctors, there are surgery centers, there are, you know, pharmacies like myself that just, you know, are, are changing the marketplace and, and consumers are benefiting. So I really want to get the word out. You bet. It's a great conference. So right now, Dean, you're kind of, you started out in the Kansas city area, correct? That's right. Yeah, Wichita specifically, uh, which is where I'm based. We're we're now also in Kansas City and in several uh, Kansas towns in between, and then uh, we'll very soon, uh, within months, be be expanding into some adjacent geographies. Um, you know, Missouri, Arkansas. Oklahoma City, Texas, Colorado. We've got lots of plans to grow. We're, we're thankfully getting lots of employers who are calling us up saying, hey, we want what you're doing in, in our market. And, you know, when I go to doctors and say, hey, I've got, I've got employers and patients who are looking to, you know, shop and, and bring you and pay you cash for your services, it's, it's easy to get doctors signed up because for, for doctors to list on our platform, it costs them nothing. Uh, so what I tell doctors is this is zero downside and all upside. How, right, how'd right. you like more cash paying patients? Uh, and how'd you like to get paid immediately with no coding, billing, collections? And again, there's no cost for doctors to, to list services. So why, why wouldn't you do this? Right. Right. It's almost too good to be true, but that's in a free market. That's really what happens is both sides benefit. That's right. No, it's transactional. So Dean, what do you have a passion for? I, you know, I, really it's for, to me, this is all about um, changing the healthcare paradigm and in the, in the U S and what I believe, and I, I think Sean, you and probably many of your listeners believe is healthcare actually is not that expensive. Um, we've, we've been made to believe that it is, but when you pay cash prices and, and pay them transparently, most people will discover that, that the healthcare itself is not that expensive. Um, you know, it's this insurance burden that's been laid on top of us. And so at the end of the day, I just like healthcare to be, you know, more affordable. And when it's more affordable, it becomes more accessible, right? This idea that people are deferring health needed health care because they just don't believe they can they can you know burden the or stomach the burden of the cost we, we actually have a I'll tell a quick story we actually had an yeah. employer that we were working with and at the enrollment meeting we were explaining fair market health and their employer was actually had run the program so that if they could find if an employee could find the service on fair market health they would waive the deductibles and any co-insurance which was typical in their health plan design, but because the employer saw the savings that were available, they, as an incentive, they said, we'll, we'll waive your deductible and your co-insurance if, if you find it on fair market health. Well, this, this older gentleman, I'd say probably in his uh, late fifties came kind of hobbling up to our table at the enrollment meeting. And he said, so, so let me get this straight. If, if I needed a knee replacement, which he did, um, he said, I could, I could get this for free, uh, my employer will cover the deductible and co-insurance. And we said, yeah, that, that's right. And he, he started tearing up actually. 
because he had been, he went on to tell us he'd been waiting three years for a knee replacement surgery uh, that he knew was going to cost under traditional insurance. It was going to cost uh, $50,000 in total. And based on his deductible and his co-insurance, that was going to cost him personally 15000 And now on our platform, you can get a knee replacement for $22,000. And the employer uh, was going to cover all of that. And that gentleman has now since had his knee replacement. And what a, what a win, great win-win. He ended up getting a needed knee replacement, cost him nothing, and his employer paid the $22,000 bill and effectively saved themselves, uh, you know, in round math, $15,000. Right, right. And there's, you know, Dean, there's lots of stories like that, as you know. People, you know, coverage doesn't equal care in, right. in, the, in the traditional insurance model. And there are so many people that they have this coverage, but the deductibles are so high and the coinsurances are so high, they literally can't afford it. Okay. So, you know, your example is is well taken. There's a lot of those like that, you know. So, um, but paying cash will change that marketplace. So, 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 Dean, what is the uh, best way to get a hold of you if anybody has any questions? Uh, they're welcome to reach me via email, and it's simply dean at fairmarkethealth.com. Uh, that's probably the best way to reach me, or you can uh, reach me through our our website. Uh, you'll see a number. Sean's got it up now. You'll see a number in the in the upper right corner there. Uh, one of the things we're proud of is, uh, and this is a question we get from from clients or future clients is, uh, well, you're running a tech platform, but can I talk to a real live human being? And so we put a number right there on our website. The web chat that is down on the on the lower right. Uh, those those faces are real life people who work at Fair Market Health. Uh, they're all based here in the U.S. Uh, and they're all they're all great and and will help you from a customer service standpoint. So you can reach me through either of those channels, but feel free to email me at dean at fairmarkethealth.com. Dean, I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Um, you know, the reality of it is the the government is not going to fix the healthcare system. The government is the one that ruined it. Um, so we have to look to consumers to fix it, like with any other marketplace. And people like yourself are are helping to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. Yeah. And, and not just physically take charge of their own health, but financially. That's a very important part of it. That's part of, of what happens in a transactional um, free market is that, you know, there has to be a free exchange of goods and services. Um, so the consumer has to pay for it. So thank you, Dean, for helping us realize our goal today. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity and enjoyed the discussion. You're welcome. So listeners and viewers, tune in because Monday um, we will... Janet and I will be discussing what's coming up at the Free Market Medical Association um, annual conference because we will be there um, as a vendor and be meeting lots of cool people. So stay tuned because we're hoping to, to meet lots of cool people and celebrities. I hope, you know, um, I did a little uh, video a couple weeks ago on Kennedy and Kennedy is going to be speaking there and she is a big believer in fair markets and Kennedy was my crush in college when she was an MTV VJ. So I'm hoping to meet her. So stay tuned for that. Um, Janet and I will be kind of up 
updating you on the show um, throughout the week. And we really appreciate everybody listening and, and viewing. You can catch us here on my Facebook page, the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy YouTube site. Check us out, subscribe, and we really appreciate it. Um, thank you for listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. <laughs>